And away we go, and away we go, and away we go, and away we go. Uh, hi, everyone. This is Room Service Diaries, Jersey City Edition 2.0. My name is Luke Thomas. I'm joined by my trusty steed and... Uh, the hell's a steed? I don't even fucking is that know. that like a horse? Yeah, you're like a horse. You're like a horse that is lame that needs to be put to death. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is, this, is, this is Room Service Diaries. Hi, my name is Brian. I'm 42, and I have a hangover off two drinks. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's tell them what you drank last night. Uh, by the way, if you're watching this, you know what the deal is. Give the video a thumbs up. Hit subscribe. This is the podcast where we drink things and then say things we're going to regret and get fired for later on in life. But for right now, we're not going to. Um, I think. When you run for office one day, it would say former speechwriter. Oh, uh, I would never run for office. Are you kidding? You have to like fundraise in glad hand. I can barely stand you. You're my best friend. Yeah, you have to d- rely on people. And that's something that, yeah. you're, that you're... This is some shit I don't do. You have to pretend to love people. That's too. some shit I don't like. Uh, we were just talking earlier, Luke, how underrated the third Rage Against the Machine album is. No one ever talks about it, right? Battle of Los Angeles. Fucking rock. You ever seen them in concert? No. I, I should have gone no? to Rage Wu-Tang uh, when they did the tour together. And there, there were riots in Harvard. My friends went. In I was, fairness, Rage was good there, but Wu-Tang was horrendous. It's because live rap music, as we've gone to, is not a, it's not a good thing. It can be um, okay. Uh, but no, dude, that third Rage album was, it was a little more. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. I, no, commercial's not the word. But it was a It was little, actually somewhat softer than the first two, right, it was a little as, more sophisticated. That's that's the thing. I think it's the sophistication Sleep Now when the fire is. More produced than normal. I mean it was you know, but uh yeah, that Gorilla Radio. I mean I love them. I love that album. So uh that's what we were talking about. But yeah, back to the two beer I don't want to say the terms two bear Q. Yeah, don't. Because that's 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 not where I that's not the lane that yeah. I drive in. Yeah, right? first of all, you're straight, so it's got nothing to do with being queer. Uh, second of all, you are a pussy. I will say that. <laughs> I'm just a, I'm a slave to history, and I respect James Buchanan. What does that mean? <laughs> I like the, there, 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 there are these times where you give me these stares, like, and then your lip quivers. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, which way is he going here? <laughs> is he gonna? Did he just tell that Dude, girl to suck his? Yeah. Why are you turning the color of Country Time lemonade? <laughs> I think it's the jaundice is setting in, but uh, yeah, I'm basically is, drinking Country Time. Is lemonade. the jaundice red? What the fuck is wrong with you? Look at you. You are a mess, <laughs> Luke. I am so tired. No, I'm tired too. Um, I know. Like, I don't, the, I don't have the COVID, but no. I've got here's the, the thing. I've I, I've thought about this before. I am not in any way suggesting that what we do i mean what we do is on a pimple on the ass of people it's have to get taxing, up every day and put hold on, hold on, let, me, let me make this point what we do like if someone's like oh well i put shingles on a roof yes sir you are tougher than us 
true and you deserve a back rub and your feet rubbed and like a beer at the end of the day you have done more than we have done or the people that clean out the airplanes in between rushes of oh people. my god it's enough but i've read about um i read some carl sagan books and he's talked about this and how certain forms of like mental exhaustion can just drain the body in weights like for example what gets you more tired going to the gym or reading for an hour sometimes reading for an hour can actually put you and especially the text is like really intense and heavy uh, or like full of terms you're not aware of, or this sounds so stupid. Dense. Okay, but like it's taxing to talk in a microphone, and, and I'm not complaining. It's just, but it's taxing to look into a microphone and raise your game. But it's also taxing. It's a hurry up and wait industry. So we had hits yep. all day today, shows, live hits, live morning combat, CBS Sports HQ, and there's so much where you're just like postured up and wait and ready to go and waiting, you know, five ten minutes, and then it's talk for three minutes, and then it's wait again. And, and then today we had a 9:45 hit. I thought the hit would be five minutes. And they go, yeah, well, you're just going to talk until the weigh-ins start. I'm like, oh. we've amped for an hour, so it's it's overstimulation. <laughs> like y'all know, Conor McGregor's fighting, right? It's going to be a while. It's overstimulation. It's bad diet the last two days, but Luke, it's worth it because we come here to slay for the MK brand. Let us slay. And, uh, we are we're like Slayer, only we respect God. Okay, so if you want to play something, play it off your phone. Don't play off the computer because the computer CBS gave me a shit. Um, I'm not gonna play anything, but 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 this microphone right here, Luke. Chickety check one chick. Um, what I would say is, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Yes, but we're here. So we asked you guys if you wanted a question to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and put a question in there, which is a way that we game the system to get more positive reviews. You know, I mean, it is what we do. Let's yeah, I mean, as long as you—that's what I would say about Dana. Like, as long as you're honest about your about what you're trying Dana's, to accomplish. Dana, Dana cannot the, the word honest and Dana. I mean, he just can't. He can't make it. It's work. just when you're just blatantly lying, you know. And it's like, all right, is he interested in coming back, Dana? Is he really? I don't think Habib wants to come back, bro. I've got, I've got I mean, a there's funny probably, feeling yeah, about it. I, mean, I think I've seen him talking to a microphone and saying there's no chance. You know, he basically has to go, no chance. That's what you got. I mean, there's no chance in hell at this point. I remember the day after Trump got elected. So obviously he was not inaugurated. It was UFC 2. Remember that? Were you there for UFC 205 fight week? New York City, yes. The fight week. No. So I remember we had fight week. So the hour. I, I went to the press conference. Uh, so the last two days. Did you go to media day? Because the beat was on the prelim card, that that thing, or at least the the, the bare no, minimum. The I main. did. I came in for the press conference day. So I'll never forget this, bro. So I went to the I went to the um, uh, I went to the um, media day, and so that was a Wednesday because the election was on a Tuesday, and Trump won. And I remember, he won in the way where everyone was like, "Oh, Clinton's gonna win," and Trump fucking won out of nowhere, or you know, out of nowhere, or whatever. And then the next day, dude, you know, New York is a very liberal city, right? So you could just see the long. <laughs> The long faces everywhere you went. It was crazy. And we thought Trump was coming to the arena that night too. Right? No, no, no. That was uh, that was that was for Mazadol years later. That was no, dude, dude. Listen, this is two o five. Stop, dude. I know you're brain damaged. I know you got CTE and you got no good fights to show for it. You know what I mean? I'm like Dana talking to a to a, what's his name? What's his I got CTE too. <laughs> listen, Spencer. I know you've been you know countless fight of the night wars. Listen, I mean, you're you, one of the greatest trilogies yeah. in lightweight history. But come on, but, you know I fought on the streets of Boston. But a few no, I'll never times. forget. So I, I remember Trump was talking at the time about a Muslim ban. Remember that? In fact, he put one into effect. And he tried to build a wall between no, 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 here. No, no. And I, I didn't care. I didn't care about the wall. I, Muslim, I didn't, I didn't care about know. the wall. I didn't care about any of that shit. So I went and I asked Khabib, and I, I put a microphone in his face, and he you know, he was already sucking weight, so he was not looking too good. 
And I was like, uh, you know, Trump God, won that's the... so Luke Thomas. We finally got Fedor for a sit-down. Fedor, what's your favorite Russian you're books? So, you're so you know bitter I mean? about that. You're so bitter. It's so stupid, bro. No. Oh, yeah. Dude, the question sucked. Fedor sucked. Can we just he say has, that out loud? He's got COVID. Be, be careful okay. here, okay? I hope he pulls through and comes out fucking looking amazing. In that interview, it was not good. So I go to Khabib, and I, I asked him a bunch of questions. And at the end of it, at the end of it, I asked him, I said, um, you know, Donald Trump is talking about banning Muslims in the country. What do you think about that? And he goes, I don't, this exact quote, I don't care about Donald Trump or other stuff. And I was like, other stuff? He's like, other stuff. I go, what do you mean? He goes, other stuff. <laughs> he just kept repeating it. I was like, okay. Did he fine. say smash at all? No, no smash, no nothing. But you'll recall if you go to the post-fight interview for UFC 205 and you ask him, and you look at where he said his number one bullshit uh, answer, that was to my question. In your fucking face. Brian I don't know Campbell. if you remember, Luke, the night of UFC 205 when I made sure that you were included in an ESPN-produced piece about Patriots oh, yeah, growing stardom. And I recommended you to Brett Okamoto, who was, who was staffing the piece and reaching out to SportsCenter. And then I had to go in the, in the, the uh, press room, get you set you up in front of the camera thank you for your service and time not not for your marine corps service not not you know first, what i had forgotten about this now it's coming that. back to me you and did had to do pick this. all your dog hair off of your suit coat for they, you i have lots very, i have many dogs you know there are there is a soft side to my heart it's probably the french canadian side <laughs> you know when it comes to two it's the <laughs> it's the lithuanian side uh, so um, father please come over here so we can kiss um yeah luke luckily you are not my father but uh yeah right. you wish yeah i've been dying to kiss so, my kids, yeah. Bow, 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 bow. Uh, all right, so we have questions to hey, get to. you know to. that song? It's a great song by Prince in the New Power Generation. It's called Cream. Cream, get, get on, on top. top. And then he says, you will cop? What does he mean by cop? Does he like mean you cop will, to it? <laughs> do you mean you'll ejaculate? I always thought that's what he meant. I don't know. You ever copped? Uh, if he means jizzed, I've jizzed. <laughs> <laughs> I jizzed today. <laughs> Yeah, my, as I was using the uh, handles in your bathroom, so I Luke, was why are you so low on conditioner? <laughs> oh, I think I'm hallucinating because uh, I'm so tired. You got plenty of uh, plenty of uh, plenty of hand soap, but hey, you're drinking straight bourbon, right? So I save that for tomorrow night. High rise. Let's show that. Let's show that. Let's show. So I don't even know if it's good, but this was on the top shelf. Uh, spring, spring, excuse me, Spring Brook Farm Distillery, Adirondack High Rise Straight Bourbon Whiskey, uh, 43% alcohol by volume. We're going to try this tomorrow. I don't know, fuck, what am I doing? We're going to try this tomorrow. Is it better than Proper 12? It's a little washed out. I can't quite get it. Um, proper 12 is not good. You ever had it? Yeah, but I'm not a whiskey guy, so I could tell that it's sort of a... It was very sweet, so I could tell it's here's, sort of. Here's it's a trying to be mainstream, right? I mean, it's yeah. I mean, the be. problem with Proper Twelve is basically that it's the critics overstate how bad it is. They're like, <laughs> "Oh my god, this is like varnish." Well, okay, lighten up, Francis. It's not that bad. This is the way I explain it. If you imagine you had some friends in the summer, and you don't have friends, but neither do I. It's okay. But here, being serious, imagine you got invited to a barbecue, and you were having just a killer time with friends. And you were out of booze, and someone rolled through with some proper 12. Mm -hmm. Dude, you'd be pumped. 
You'd be pumped because yeah. you're like, you know what? I can drink that. That's okay. That's cool. And you can and the, 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 the good ding, times, ding, right? Right. And the good times stay rolling. Yeah, that's proper twelves roll. But if you're like trying to sit around and like sample nice whiskeys, no, it's not for that. That's not that's not the role that proper twelve plays. Okay. okay. I think that's fair, right? I uh, when I drink whiskey, I make that that weird face, that cunnilingus face, that just sort of like I'm here. Am I supposed to be here? You Your know, cunnilingus with... face does not look like mine. <laughs> <laughs> I look like I look like Gene Simmons, motherfucker. <laughs> oh god, this is, I don't think we can use any of this. This is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah we could probably use this. Okay. All right, all right. Um, uh, one thing, uh, by the way, this gets on my nerves to the nth degree. Can I like vent for just one second? Please. I did my hot sauce review. We got talking to the microphone. I, I'm here. I'm here, bro. Hot sauce is my favorite guy named one. I right? did. Uh, I did my Dustin Poirier hot sauce review, and people seem to like it. It's fine, but um, there are people being like. Oh, Luke says he's not an expert. Then he goes on talking about all these processes by which hot sauces are made, and you can tell the difference between them. I'm like, right? Do you understand? There's a diff. Like the the two roles with having knowledge about something are not know nothing expert. There are there <laughs> it's are not tiers. All or nothing in life. You should. Yeah, no, no. There are tiers to it. You can be literate about things, and it's okay. I am so not. I could, an, I could have not have ever fought, but still know a little about the fight game. Exactly. Isn't that funny? How that I works? could have covered boxing more than I've covered MMA, yet actually have seen a lot of MMA in my life. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny how that works? That you can still be literate about things and have uh, a degree of um, a degree of expertise. Certainly, I didn't get any degrees. I got an associate's degree. I'll give I'll give myself. What's that your credit. associate's degree in? An AS in general studies. You're a failure. You know, I think I underachieved for most of my life, but the last couple of years, Luke, I'm making oh, up for you're, it. You're killing the game right now. Anyway, last thing about this is like, will you fuckers stop with uh, you say you're not an expert, then you go into these details. I'm not an expert. An expert knows whatever I know 10 times more than that, 100 times, 1,000 times more than that. I know enough to know my way around some of the basics on hot sauces. That's it. No more, no less. So please, you fucking losers out there who are like, well, I don't want to learn nothing because I don't want to pretend I know nothing. Learn as much as you can about everything. Like it will make your decisions in life easier. Like you've never been with another man. You've never delivered fellatio, but you'd probably be pretty good at it all. Were you talking to the microphone, you fucking moron? I don't even I don't even know how to follow that and like do damage control. James Buchanan uh doesn't get the respect historically though for for uh for blazing. First of all, I had a I had a joke on you yesterday about the same topic that I can't repeat here. I think it's about you blowing your dad of all things. <laughs> oh, Terrible. Really, what are we doing here? All right, uh, dude, you ha- you are in bad shape. Yeah, I'm. Ex- Every I'm ex- time this piece of shit goes hashtag fired up. Understand that when he comes to do hotel room service diaries, he's a nothing. He's a zilch. Yeah. I drank two drinks last night, two drinks the night before. That's, you know, I'm, I'm oh, 40. I need my... I'm 42, Luke. Glasses. Hang on. I need my glasses. Um, hang on just a second. Regale them with your story. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to them about, you know, while you do that, all right? <clears throat> yeah. So, um, um, you know, maybe I'll just wait for you, Luke. I mean, I'm, you know, I've been creating original content Can all day. Can you get my glasses from over there, please? Yeah. I've been, I, so here's what I do, Luke. All day I've been creating original content. By the end of it, Luke, I'm, I'm, ready, to write, I'm ready to play cover songs. You know what I mean? All right. We'll play some songs there. No, I know. I mean, that's a metaphor, Luke, for the oh, kind no, of... I know. That gets you in the mood right there. The black guy. 
because I'm old and pathetic. I can't see shit. Hang on. Do you think it's manly when a man spins a chair around? Not per se this type of chair. It's very wide, but does that Tony Danza spin the chair around? Who's the boss thing? I like how your reference was an Italian guy, and mine was Dwayne Wade from Good Times. Dwayne Wayne? Dwayne from, Wayne. From, from a different world? No, from Good Times. Wasn't it Good Times? It's touching thighs. Um, good Times was... Uh, it's okay. We can touch thighs. Just not lips, you fucking loser. We're not your dad and son. So, Luke, families that love each other, families that that slay together, stay together. Okay, Luke? Let us slay. All right. Let's pull up these questions. Bump, bada, bump, 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 All right. I like it when people who write angry tweets to me like their own tweet. Yeah. That's always fun. All right. Let's see. Uh, Mikey sent us these questions, right? Yeah. Mike, Michael Michael's a hell of a producer. Have another drink, loser. You- I'll be, I'm drinking this uh, premium hard seltzer here, Luke, trying to lessen the load of the hangover. Masagave grapefruit. So that's pretty. Would you would you call this a female drink? Would you call this a? I don't call drinks female drinks. Why? Because females are allowed to drink. Also, they could drink you under the table. You have you are a nothing. Well, what would make a drink a female drink? Like in high school, if someone was drinking something like this. We'd, we'd make comments. Oh, I tend to think that's the kind of drink you could get to get women to come to your party. No, we would make comments about their uterus. Yeah, but that's because you guys were idiots. We were, okay, we were you know, in the runoff of the factory, Luke. Do you know women are your equal, right? You understand that? Mm-hmm. You're aware of that? I'm married, Luke. I understand that completely. They might even be my superior. Right? You don't sound bitter about it. All right. I don't want to answer this one because this is not the spirit of the show. Could you rank the toughest matchup for Max Holloway in a rematch between these three, Volkanovski, Poirier, and McGregor? Well, it's not Volkanovski because he kind of almost beat him or came as close as he Poirier could. Poirier fight was not especially close. I think he won like 49, well, Let's not say it wasn't close. I mean, it may have, score-wise, maybe not a, you know, three rounds to two, but competitive, right? Competitive is all hell. One of the more competitive fights in the history of the sport. You're fucking out of your mind. How do you Luke, think he does? I people, sat there in the in people. The, I understand. People ask me about this. How do you think he does against McGregor? The thing is, I don't know. I mean, could I see McGregor kind of lining them up? No, Max doesn't get lined up on, bro. You know what I'm saying? This new Max who's adding so much to his game. That's a hell of a fight, Luke. Connor said this week he's into it. He's into that idea. Of Max? Yeah. Could yeah. you see Connor as the champion? Or maybe, dude, all right. Like, boy, back at 145? Here's, no, no. I'm talking about lightweight here. Okay. Let me let me ask you this. Let me if, ask you this. This is maybe the last real fight question we'll have. If Connor wins the championship and doesn't get Habib, we all assume, okay, he's going to get the winner of Hooker Chandler or Oliveira or. He won't get Dan Hooker. I really don't. I mean, Hooker. Or, or Gaethje off a of win. Hooker got but, worked over by. Um, Poirier in the end. So what if he gets, instead of Nate Diaz for a trilogy, what if he gets Max Holloway for his first title defense for the damn lightweight championship in a rematch? Like, that's an event. If Chandler Luke. wins, that's a travesty. If Chandler loses... That's an event. That's a freaking event. I know event. Oliveira would be pissed about that, but I wouldn't hate it. Oliveira and Hooker, how much I love them, are not marketable enough for the risk involved. Right? Maybe. Will Dana give Connor the type of matchmaking that will keep him the champion, Luke? Or give him a fighting chance to be, right? Maybe. Uh, okay, let's see. Luke, what's a tougher match for this version of Connor? 
Tony yeah, Ferguson right or Justin Gaethje? I don't care right now. I don't care. I don't care right now. And I know you don't either. That's not, that's not what the show's about. It's about dicks. We've been, yeah, the show's about uh, everything other than that. All right. Regarding the dubbing of walkout music, no one seems to care about the subject. So if the viewers are not able to listen to the walkout music and the artist's songs are not being heard, then who benefits from the dubbing? So you ever watched like a fight pass? Yeah, because they run out of the rights. Yeah, they, they yeah. lose the rights. I mean, it's it's tough, it's rough, it's disappointing, but you get it, right? Do it on the WWE Network, the same thing. Same same thing on the old school pay-per-views. All right, here's a question. I don't have an answer for it, but I think we can use it to like branch out. Someone goes, does Luke have a favorite Premier League team? Um, not really. I pay more attention to Arsenal than anyone else. Um, obviously, the bigger clubs, like this one, well, you know, certainly more successful. Like you, you know, uh, Man City or um, you know Liverpool or something like that. Chelsea, Chelsea's better, but they're not like world beaters or anything. Um, you know, I pay attention to what they're up to, but I don't really care. I don't watch Premier League that much. It doesn't do. It's a fine league. I'm not going to talk. Is shit it because about it. most of the performers are white? Dude, there's pl- dude. It's an international league, bro. It's an international league. But I'm sorry. I'm just. <laughs> I'm much more interested in what's happening in Spain. It's just a personal thing. I'm not asking anybody else to care. How about Colombia? You never talk about the Colombian league. The Colombian prof- professional league is called Liga. I think it's Liga Postabon. Is fucking horrendous. <laughs> it's so bad. So like, here's the thing: if you look at the best Colombian players, they're all in Europe. Like Andreas Escobar could play in it now. Is it, what you're saying? I, I knew that you, being the piece of shit that you <laughs> what? are. What? Come on. Hey, remember that guy that was fucking murdered? <laughs> Let's talk about him as a reference point for all things Colombia. Um, that you know what it was? That was a body shot that I knew I could end the fight with, and I took the chance right there. That's no, not a body shot; it's a low blow. Now we have to pause for five minutes <laughs> so we can fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a low blow, dude. You don't understand, like you people who I said nothing about anything that. Could let me let me say you, let right? me say one thing, please, and I mean this in all sincerity. You got to understand the reality of this shit. You cannot. You cannot go to Colombia. Oh, you're 42. I'm 41. So we are roughly the same age. You cannot go to Colombia today and find people our age who have their families intact. It is not possible. So you're saying this ain't like making fun of the Dale Senior going into the wall. This has deeper it's not, consequences. Dude, it's not. It's not. It's not. That is that is a, that is a metaphor. The, what happened to uh, uh, Dale Senior was was literal. Um, but what happened to Andres Escobar, while literal, is also metaphorical, dude. Uh, I've never saw, I've never talked about this before. My wife's dad was murdered. Um, her uncle is you know um, missing a part of his leg because he kicked the bomb out of a movie theater. Uh, uh, our best friend Hota, his dad was kidnapped by the FARC. Like it goes on yeah. and on and on and on. So when you make these fucking jokes, I, mean, I know you don't feel it that way. But I mean, dude, wait, it's, the it's collateral a lot, damage of that grenade I threw right now just killed the mood. It's a lot know? of pain. It's a lot of pain. Sorry, and it's another part of this. I've been to Colombia and I've partied there. Now, I'm not cool here. I'm not cool there. But they're all quick to remind you the coke that they produce, it's not for us. Or excuse me, for when they say us, they mean them. It's for Los Estados Unidos, Europa. That's who it's for. This is how you remind me of what I really am, Luke. I'm an asshole. Okay, you want me this to say is it? How I'm an asshole. All right, Luke. I'm sorry for that crack. No, okay? I, listen. I'm not here to say it's like the equivalent of you know. The, I, I've been joking about it. Like, oh, it's the same as like Auschwitz jokes. Okay, it's not quite on that. I level. don't have those. I don't have that in my arsenal. Okay. Know. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think understand. I don't think Americans understand like the pain that they send. You know, dude. You know, you ask why my wife came to this country. Well, your fucking dad gets murdered. You know, you might rethink where you're going to be living in this world, man. It's a huge thing. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Comedy has a high price, and it just costs us our friendship. Good, all right. Good I love you, but good right. talk. Okay. Yeah. Be careful with that shit. Uh, okay. Question for you is this, though. Not Premier League. What are your teams, sports teams? The Boston Celtics. Well, that's a Connecticut. Isn't Connecticut divided between, like, New York, Connecticut, and yes. then Boston, It's much more a definitive divide when you're talking Yankees and Red Sox. I'm, I happen to be a Mets fan. Mets fans are kind of sprinkled, but there seems there's almost a line you're in the state. You're a Mets fan? I yeah. did not know this. There's almost a line in the state that separates Mets and Yankees. I'm sorry, Yankees and Red Sox. But the other sports, it's kind of general. There's a lot of Knicks fans in Connecticut. There's also a lot of fans that it's more typical i'm atypical it's more typical that you would love all boston teams that if you were a red sox fan you also love the bruins patriots and, and celtics i just happen to like the celtics i mean i like the bruins in the 90s when we were all playing nhl 94 and shit like that but um that's funny because and i'm wrong about this weren't the knicks better in the 90s in the early 90s well i came i started what here's the deal how i became a uh, an nba fan i would go to my grandmother's every day she would babysit me when my parents were working and she was a hardcore uh Boston Celtics fan, Larry Bird fan. So there was a rule in her house that you can't like you can I can have the main TV in the house anytime to watch cartoons, watch whatever I'm watching as a little kid, unless the Celtics are on. You're like, dude, I'm sorry, you gotta take it, you gotta you gotta wait, you gotta watch the whole game with, you know. So I watch I begrudgingly watched the Celtics during the eighty four championship season, the eighty five season when they went to the finals, eighty six when they won it again. So then suddenly, you know, by eighty seven, I'm like, I've watched enough basketball, I should be a fan, you know, and the Celtics were had just won, and you know it's Larry Bird. I mean, that's my team. You know, they're like the hometown team. So, I became a Celtics fan because of my grandmother putting the kibosh on cartoons. You know, and also the work ethic, Luke. Okay, I respect <laughs> the work ethic of that guy. They had a lot of hardworking whites. <laughs> Gotta love it. <sighs> they were good. They were good. They were but uh, okay. I will say, early '90s Knicks um, with Ewing and uh, Pat Riley as coach. I mean, no, no. But who was the other guy? The the point guard for the Knicks at the time. Well, they went the, Harper in the in the years they went to the championship in the years that they were really good. Derek Who's the other one I'm thinking of? It wasn't Harper. It was another one. Um, they had Doc Rivers the year before. They had Greg Anthony. They had Childs, uh, Charlie Ward, Chris Childs. You thinking of? Was it Ward? I'm thinking of. I don't think so. That was the star player. It was it was Ewing, and that's it. No, Starks was an All Star in '94. Oakley was an All Star in '94. Yes, okay. o- and Oakley was a motherfucker. Yeah, too. and they they always had they had Mason. They always had great role players. You know. So okay, we have football. T- we have football Sunday, which we're going to watch together. So we have we have let's see Buccaneers and um, Packers. Packers. Who are you cheering for? It's probably gonna. You know, I'm not a Patriots fan, despite living in Connecticut. I don't really care, but I like this idea of old guy Brady doing it with the second team. I can't stand it. So I don't have a reason to hate him. So I'm not going to. You know, excuse me. I can't stand how everyone thinks it's oh oh natural. Oh Is it because God. he's a big trumpeter that you're upset? No, no, actually, dude, because he's a rich asshole. How could you cover MMA if you didn't like athletes who like Trump? Seriously, did you see uh, Jorge and Andreas Hill? What the fuck was that? Ooh, did you see that, that went as well? from zero to dark thirty in a second? Okay, I have my feeling about that. Who, who do you think got the best of it? Andreas. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he brought he it. You know, he's a smart dude. I love that guy. He covers all three combat sports. He doesn't get the love that he deserves in this space. I know he's had a great career three covering. Th- I know he was boxing MMA. Was yeah, big time pro wrestling guy. And okay, it was not a sport. Okay, I'm not here to debate that. But you know, that guy's had not, that good, guy had because it's not up for that it. guy had a decorated career in in the hap, in the hip hop in uh you know music uh game working yeah. for. You know, source and all different kinds of things. Did he really? Oh yeah, he's got a great resume, a killer resume. I've come around to him slowly, but every time I like take a second look at him, I'm like, this dude is impressive. He's, he's hilarious extremely as impressive. shit, smart guy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he when you know you know what the killer blow was was when 
by the way, to be clear, I don't know if Jorge runs his own Twitter account, so we should be clear that like it could be his managers, it could be somebody else. But you smell Kawa on that? It's possible. I mean, they were going back and forth too. With, with yeah, the, it's uh, possible. Yeah. But he brought the fact that, like MLK. Oh, his uh, Trump uh, uh, is loved by the MLK family, and then you find out as one of like the conspiracy theorist nieces <laughs> who got a pardon after committing a series of crimes and like virtually every other uh, MLK family member on record can't stand him. You know, again, for better or for worse, but that's the reality. And then and then Andreas sort of cites it. It was a bad look for Jorge, I feel like. But here's my point. It's like, I actually love the fact that the fighters we cover don't share my political opinions really at all for the most part because it really forces you to let that shit go. Yeah. It actually forces you to just be like, not that I don't care about the things that I care about, but like as it relates to covering these guys... Let it go. Well, Just I don't care about politics, so it doesn't get in the way of my coverage. Yeah. Okay, Luke. Yeah, you're cool, man. You're cool. You're so above it. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone else is down here, but you. Everyone else is stressed out here. over it, Luke. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm, I'm eating. I'm living. You know, <laughs> just an ignorant fool over here. You know. Uh, okay, let's see what they got to say. Dum, ba, da, bum, bum. Do you think Israel ought to sign? Who gives a fuck? Israel Adesanya versus Blahovich will be closer to Israel versus Yoel or Costa? Who is counted out more, Stipe or Blahovich? What? It'll look more like the Costa fight. He's gonna he's gonna slice through Jan. And what was the second half? Who cares? All right. Um, two questions for the pale orc and his subordinate. I guess that makes you the orc. I would have thought the opposite. I mean, actually. you're pretty pale, Luke. Yeah. For an Armenian, you're pretty pale. Super pale. Who would benefit more, all things considered, from a proper team in camp? Cowboy? I mean, are we doing these fucking questions? Really? Perry or Ferguson? Ferguson, right? No, sorry. What am I saying? Perry. Perry would really... Be- Perry has almost I no agree. structure in I his agree life, with right? that. Yes, yes. Also, which current UFC champ do you think would benefit most <laughs> from a change of camp? Someone says, love you dudes. Please don't change the thing. We, we don't changed. change. Well, you know what they're saying? Don't change your ignorance level, you asshole. I don't think that they mean that. Um, which current UFC, UFC champ would benefit from a camp change? A uh, champion change. And the well, answer look, is Cowboy Perry or Ferguson. We saw. Oh, they, no. They said which UFC champ. Those guys aren't champs that you mentioned. So we saw what drinking. Usman did in one camp. Am I overrating the improved striking Usman showed against Jorge Masvidal? I don't think so, but no one else seems to care like yeah. I do. Yeah, or, or like I, I mean, do, rather. like Trevor Whitman, that, that looked great. So maybe it's him who 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 could evolve a lot quicker with it when you change it up, you know? I mean, look, there's been many. You don't see it as much in MMA and boxing. It's more prevalent where you get a star who, who bounces, like Oscar De La Hoya, Miguel Cotto, guys who had like long three-fight runs with big-name trainers and then went on to another one went to another don't, one don't do that. and their goal was to round out their game and maybe they were bored i don't know whatever bc my man how are your internal organs from all the gas station food not good tell us your horror gas station toilet stories well they want the pee pee poo poo humor <laughs> well, i did i did shut down the toilet at, at the malka studios yesterday Luke. did you yeah um it was hilarious uh, you know what now you bring it up i remember we get to the studios this morning, and Brian's like, "Woo! I took the dump of all dumps." And there's this dude; he's the coolest. Well, let me be true or false. The sound guy at Malk is the coolest yeah, guy in the room. Love that guy. By far the coolest guy in the room. And he goes, "Oh, that was you." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh wow! Somebody was there to witness the monstrosity." 
Um, I mean, I've I got a lot of gross stories. I don't think that's what you really want. But no, I don't. My body does not feel good eating that stuff. I really got to stop. But um, Luke, I had this problem because I, you know, I've I've, tra- I've traveled. I've driven a lot. I've traveled a lot throughout the years. Uh, um, and you know, you eat bad. You eat gas station food on the road. You stop and you take a dump in the rest stops. I had this consistent stretch of people walking in on me in a stall in a public bathroom when I'm trying to like. You think you got it locked? Trying to and, masturbate? And yeah, no, know, no, you're just, you're just dropping a deuce and somebody like you know. I one time pulled over on the Jersey Shore, like uh, I'm mean, on the Jersey Turnpike after midnight, and I'm alone in there dropping a deuce alone, and some dude standing outside my stall and he's trying to bring. I'm like, dude, I'm in here, I'm in here, I'm in here, I'm in here. He got the door open and he's just looking at me. You know, I had that happen in so many public situations, Luke. It's um. It's gross, you know? Yeah, bro. I feel you, bro. You know what I'm saying, bro? Shit, bro. Uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If you were given the chance to experience one of the following activities, 100 years into the future, right? So that's the deal. You have to experience it 100 years into the future. Would you rather, at that time, watch a movie, listen to an album, or watch an MMA card. So the album, I'm assuming, would be new music 100 years from now. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing they're not doing covers, motherfucker. Like, I'm not listening to my 70s vinyl records. Yeah, they're not listening to fucking okay, Joni well, how Mitchell. Okay, what would I be most interested in seeing the evolvement 100 years from now, the year 2021-21, Luke? Oh, 21-21, right? Hell yeah, right? Um Barf. I think I'd pick music. I would be very... Well, no, I wouldn't pick music because if you're just going to show me the pop hit of the moment... It's going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, uh, yeah, I guess MMA. Show it to me. I want to... I'd be a little bit more... As interested as I would be to see 100 years from now if this sport is still here and if it looks anything like it looks now in terms of the evolution of styles and and i'd be even more interested to see the fighting surface around it and how it's covered and shot and is it robots fighting each other by then luke there's a lot i think about here. they didn't say you couldn't do drugs so like why would you not do the movie or the music uh, movies don't move me as much as uh fighting does luke I want to see what happens, all right? What about a movie about fighting? What if they have it in 2021? Here comes the boom part two. Is that where you're going with that? Starring Paul Blart, the mall cop? Uh, it's a good movie. Luke, that's a good movie. It's not a good movie. It's a good movie. It's funny. My kids love it. I know your kids love it. I'm not going to shit on your kids, but it's not a good movie. We know superheroes aren't BC's thing, but somebody, please get him onto the Deadpool movies. My superheroes fight in a cage, Luke. Okay. Do you ever watch the Deadpool movies? No. Do you know anything about Deadpool? No. Deadpool is sort of designed to be everything that superhero movies are not. Any reason that you might ordinarily hate superhero movies, you're supposed to like these. Right? Be that uh, that they're gory in the most intense way. They go over all the cliches and shit on them in an active way. That, um, you know, it's just the, it's like the antidote. To all of the stuffiness of superhero movies, yes, Deadpool does that. Well, it sounds interesting. You give, it sounds interesting. You, you should give it a try. There was a house down the street from me growing up near my grandmother's house. We drive bikes by all the time. And ten years earlier, a guy had killed his wife in the pool, and we used to call it Deadpool. And we get really nervous as we drive by and do the bikes as fast as we can, just in case like the ghost of that lady came back Jesus, and tried to kill us. That is a morbid thought. Yeah, I grew up in a factory town. <laughs> <laughs> 
What factory? <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know if you know this. You probably don't, Luke. Um, what factory? Here it is. I come from Naugatuck, Connecticut. Have you ever heard there was a wing in our high school called the Goodyear Wing? It was a building. Why, Luke? Because have you ever heard of Charles Goodyear, the man who invented rubber? He vulcanized it on his stove by accident. Did he invent rubber or is rubber naturally occurring? He invented the process process of vulcanizing rubber in Naugatuck, Connecticut, Luke. He wasn't from there, but he was living there. Okay, That name still matters around town. So the factories for years had a lot to do with rubber. They made those shoes Keds, you know? Look, do you ever hear of the shoe brand Keds? Oh, I've heard of Keds. Keds every, were made in every, my town. Every basic bitch age 35 and above. When wears. I was a kid, I would go down to the Keds factory for like the secondhand stuff. And then, Luke, do you know that in my town, you've had a, a Mounds or Almond Joy, right? Well, Peter. both of them are tier five. Okay. Candy, Remember they were made yes. by Peter Paul and then Hershey bought them. They were exclusively made in my town. When in the 80s and 90s. This is not okay. like, you're like you worked at a coal mine. These are not coal mine conditions. I didn't say it was West Virginia. I didn't say it was like Kevin Pitsnoggle over we here. We got Black Lung making the, uh, <laughs> quote, uh, Almond Joy. <laughs> are, you trying to, are you trying to decode the toughness of my factory town by judging little, what they a made? A little you bit, a mean? little bit. Y'all made motherfucking candy. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> what if they made bullets? If there was Colt forty five in Hartford, Connecticut, which is the which is I worked. Col- so I've ever ever worked in a factory. Damn right I have. Which factory? I worked in a small parts shop. No, 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 no. That, it was a has factory. to be an assembly line. It was a factory, and I was the shipping and receiving manager of, and it made so small it, parts. So day to day, what did metal, you do? It was a sheet metal. I I handled all the the stuff that was uh, getting. You know, I'd box up all the parts that had to get shipped out. Sometimes I'd deliver them. I'd handled all the paperwork. I, uh, yeah. You never worked actually on the assembly line, did you? <laughs> in the factory. So you now you're trying to now you're trying I've to worked, say that second, I have worked on an assembly line in a factory. You're saying because I'm from a factory town that makes products that aren't manly, and because although I worked Not in even a factory, manly. it's like you make candy, and because although dude, that's I like work, the, dude, that's one step away hey, from Santa's North Pole, and because we I, make toys, we make almond joy, and because in the two o three, I worked at a factory in my twenties, but didn't work on the assembly line. Then you, I'm not. You didn't then work I'm in suddenly, a factory. Then I'm not tough. Suddenly, you didn't work in a factory. I have worked in a factory. Where? So I Marietta. Worked at, uh, actually, as a matter of fact, Marietta, Georgia. There was a company that made furniture, and I was the guy at the very end of the assembly line, on the line, before it gets put onto the truck. I had to wrap all the furniture in cardboard and then with plastic to make sure that it got onto the truck without getting damaged or scratched or or bumped, which included lifting, turning, uh, setting everything up, cutting the cardboard all day long as all this shit kept firing down the line. Yeah, motherfucker, I did that from 5 a.m. to fucking 4 p.m. every day in the summers. Well, yeah. Luke, when... Suck the fattest of dicks, when my I friend. Dr- when I dropped out of college in the year... Uh, that was that was between college years. In the year 2000, I immediately got a full-time job at a... Here is my summers. I'd go to college, I'd get home, I'd do TAD, Temporary Active Duty with the Marine Corps. I would go and spend six to sometimes nine weeks with them. And then the rest of my time, I would go and work in a factory. Eat my balls, guy. You talk all this shit about how you're from a factory town. Only one of us has worked in factory. How was the AC when you were doing paperwork there was in no the factory? AC, okay. How was right. that AC? I was boxing them up. Uh, Luke, I will say this. Um, when I dropped out of college, I worked at the nursing home. I was on the assembly line. Sometimes it was my job to put the milk on the tray as it came by. Sometimes it was my job to put the fruit cup on there. People are like, oh, Luke's a snob. I'm like, motherfucker, I've earned my keep, bro. 
I've done all the hard jobs. Yeah, Tim wants to know if you want to meet him tomorrow. Yeah, I've done meet. all the hard jobs you can imagine. I worked fast food. You work fast food? You damn right. I worked at McDonald's six a.m. Saturday and Sunday mornings for okay, two years. Okay, right? player. Okay, Hung I see. Over as shit. Okay? okay, player. I see you. I see right. you. I worked at Chick Fil A. I worked at Chick Fil A. And I was a janitor at Stop and Shop for three years during college. So don't give me that shit. Okay, okay? that's just being a loser. That's different. I had three jobs. <laughs> I was going to college full time at night. All right, I I backdoored this shit too. Okay, all right. All Shake right. for me, girl. I want to be your backdoor man. I was that man. I was the lizard. Okay, I've worked in a factory. I, w- I've, I, have, I have earned my fucking keep. All these assholes about because I have because I have ambition to do things. All of a sudden, I'm the. I worked prick. seven years at ESPN until three in the morning on holidays and weekends. Okay, I've. Let's I've, talk about ESPN. What was it like? It was equally the the most amazing, best thing I've ever job I had, and really frustrating because, uh, you know. All right, let's talk. About, let's do the good thing. What was great about working at ESPN? Did you work on what they call the campus? The Yes, I was thing? in Bristol, Connecticut. I grew up 20 minutes from there. It feels like a college campus. It's fun as shit. There are I so toured many, it when I was a speechwriter. They hired me one time. There are so many. There's a lot of young people. There's, it's, it feels like a family if you've been there a long time, uh, to a certain degree, depending on your situation. Um, the, you know, There's celebrity. There's opportunities. There's great activities. All that stuff is top shelf. The Disney connection is ridiculous, Luke. I mean, I went. I I was broke. In what way? I was broke as shit with young kids and a wife. My first five six years there, and I went to Disney World three different times because you get um, free admission to the parks. Do you? Any time of the year, except for certain blackout dates for you and the people that live in your house, the immediate people in your house. Then they would give you, and then you get fifty percent off resorts. 30% off merchandise, 25% off restaurants there. And then they would give you a certain amount of passes per year that you can give out. The one-day passes you can give out to free to people. So it, uh, it it's insane. And it's not just... That's baller. It's not just the Orlando parks. It's um, the resort LA in Hawaii. It's it's Disneyland in LA. It's the resort the Disney desert, des- Resort in Hawaii. It's the International Resort. It was everything. Let me ask you, why did you have kids in life as early as you did? <sighs> I got married and we were pregnant within three months. No way. It wasn't planned, but it wasn't unplanned. You know, you just, yeah. you just, you just, just, just rolled the dice. I mean, I was, to be honest, I was 28. I was about to turn 29 when I got married. So my wife and I, I think both, did you have a, your parents were they're still together, right? Yes. Are your wife's parents still together? No. Okay. Well, obviously, uh, you know, my mom passed away and then my mother, sorry, my wife's father passed away. So we both grew up in kind of like, you know, Homes that were just not normal for in that particular regard, and uh, and then before that, my parents had split up. Both of us were like, we're not having kids until we are one thousand percent ready. And we probably, in retrospect, I'll be honest, we waited too long. We should have had them a little bit earlier, but um, it is what it is, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. I you know I'm wild and goofy, ignorant guy, but um, I knew you know pretty early in my in my twenties that fatherhood was. Like more than career ambitions, more than anything, fatherhood was the most important thing that was going to be like my legacy in life. And I took that shit seriously. And when I finally met the right person, I mean, we got married the the one year anniversary of our first date. It was one of those things where you knew that you knew Did that you, you knew. really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And during that that year that we dated, I, I was working stupid hours at, you know, overnights on ES, at ESPN. So how long have you been married now? Like 11 years, 13 years. And um I will say that I just, I knew I was ready. It was time. I mean, I was, you know, 28. I, I mean, I was ready to get married and have kids and um, and raise these raise these sons, you know? And All right. Let's lighten the mood here a little bit. I want to yeah, play let's some. let's talk about the Escobars, please. Let's... Yeah, you know, let's, yeah, let's talk more about the Escobars. It's fun to make fun of dead Colombians, you know what I'm saying? 
Is it, if I had brought up a dead white man, would it have been okay, Luke? If I had made Colombians it, can be white. If I had made it, you see my if, wife. Does she look white to you? If I had made a joke about Corey Lytle, if I said, you know, you know, good pitcher, horrible pilot, right? You'd have been like, <laughs> yeah, but that's one person. That's not a society. Kill Whitey, yeah, it would have been great, right? It's not, you know, a, it's not a society. But I, you know, you don't. Yeah, I brought up a dead Colombian. They touched the touch the spot, Luke. Touched the spot. Yeah, okay? yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry for being, um, you know, aware of things. Hold on, let me play something for you. I want you to honestly rate this. I want you to want me. Ooh, okay, how about this? This guitarist grew up loving Metallica, right? Oh, yeah. I see the artist. Pantera. Pantera, badass, yeah. Yeah, the song is called Piss. I mean, you know, R.I.P. Dimebag Daryl, Luke. You don't see me making dime bag jokes. I wouldn't care if you did. It's one person. Because he's white. Because he's white American. What do you think? Yeah, I love it. How about this? Pick up the shotgun! Kill your family, baby! Hang on now. How about this one? Let's see. I see your plan. You're you're trying to um, you're trying to make me go. Oh yeah, Pantera, that rocks, man. You know it's Metallica esque. It's good. And then you're like, here's Cannibal Corpse. Same thing, no, right? No, no, no. It's not the you know. It's not the hey, eating ass is okay. Also, can we do cannibalism? <laughs> Who was the name of that guy? Uh, Army Hammer. We, were, we we had a meeting at a Showtime. Hold on, let's pause this. We had a Showtime meeting, and uh, I didn't. I never heard of this guy. The president is a dude named Army Army Hammer. Yeah, sure. Ha- Armand or, or Armand Hammer or whatever. Army think. Hammer is his name. And apparently, he was like sending like DMs to bitches, being like, uh, "I'm trying to break your bones, drink your blood." He wants. He's a cannibal. He grew up the grandson of an oil tycoon. Super and, normal. And um, he his ex girlfriend came out and said that he would try to. Like suck on her wounds, if she had like a cut or something. And um, dude, that is super fucking sketch. Luke, I would suck on your wounds emotionally, but not physically. Okay, I'd help you through some shit, but that's about. I'd be a shoulder, Luke. You know what I mean? As long as we were fully clothed for you to cry on. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hold on here. Like we do. Look, these this documentary crew is taking this shit seriously, right? I know a little more seriously than I'm comfortable with. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Ready? See what you think of this hip hop. This song. This Vinny Paz. Hold on. No, 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 no. When I was in high school in 1998 in Georgia, this song was the song. Okay. 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 Here we go. Give it a second. Take some tickets. Second to get going. Hang on now. Once it kicks off, I'll put the microphone there for folks who are listening. What darkness is to light? You know the moon come for the sun. Here we go, here we go. Now. 
serve these niggas. Pussy down like side best and smoke burn. How the hell you gon' ask me if I'm tight? How the hell you gon' stay tight to them folks? They're from Marietta. You think they prefer crystals in their hand or the drive through Splat like we do. Who get it crunk like us? What do you think? I mean, it's okay, Luke. Fucking hate you. It's not, um, you know... It's not Black Sheep, A Wolf in Sheep's Clothing, a classic record, you know? It's here we go, here we go, here we go. What do you think about those bars? Yeah. They, Solid uh, bars, son. Yeah. 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 Take a picture. I don't be giving a fuck. Here we go. All right, all right. You didn't like that. Because you're white. That's okay. I forgive you. You know, I like a lot of... I love third base, Luke. <laughs> I like Pop Goes the Weasel. No, but Luke, legitimately, I don't know if you ever heard the Cactus album, their debut. It's a classic. It holds up to this day. They were great. Years ago. I've not heard it recently. They were great, Luke. Yeah. Okay? I mean, you know the, the gas face. You know you know what I mean? Oh, gas face. We used to have a bit on the gas face where we would take that bit, that whole bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would hang up on callers on my radio show. We would play it with the junkies at first, but we would do it as well. All right, hold on. Let's play a couple of these, couple of these fucking songs, player. God damn player. Bitch. Eh, wanting to be a bitch. Alright, so we want to play some Vinnie Paz. Do we really though, Luke? Yeah, we do, because you're being a bitch. Here we go. So this song was produced by you know DJ Premier. I mean not personally, right? None of us know DJ Premier personally. What's the word, Lord? I love how rappers call themselves God and Lord. Hova. Hova, yeah. You use just a hoe, though, you know? Here we go. DJ Premier. Vinny Pass, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. On the track. Let's go. White guy, right? Born in Italy, but yes. Rat to tap tap that bitch, yeah. That's pretty good. Those are good bars, my friend. Yeah, I mean, that guy can spit, right? Uh, Hard yeah. bars. Do you, what do you think about um, uh, Mumford and Sons? My One of my sons loves them. I, it's solid. I mean, it's pop, but it's solid. What do you think about... Um, it's really good. No, seriously. There's some, there's some live right. shit they have that's really good. I mean, it's, it's they, got really a couple, good. they got a couple tracks I'm not, I, I can fuck with. What do you think about Avid Brothers? I'm, I'm less... Um, they got, dude, they got a couple tracks they, that'll break they're, you. They're really good. Yeah. I just have not spent a lot of time. You know what I mean? Yeah, they got a couple tracks that'll break you. I discovered both Avid Brothers and um, Mumford and Sons after a breakup. The worst time to find them, motherfuckers, man. All right, here's Mumford and Sons. You gotta understand the bars that I have. My name is Brian Cams. I come from the factory town. Yeah, it's time to get down. Stop, please. 
Who was it that came out to Mumford and Sons? Was it uh, Andre Feely? He used to walk out to Mumford and Sons. I'd be like, bro, you got better choices than this. I don't know that shit. Is this you trying to be the sauce? No, no. no. Trying way too hard? Nothing kills a good buzz like you. You know what I mean? I mean, to be really honest with you. Yeah. Break yourself, break yourself. Take all the courage you have. I do have to say, I like the guy who don't have a drummer. It's just one dude who bangs the automated thing. It's so disgusting. It's so stupid, but I love doing it. All right, back, back to the questions, Luke, okay? Back to the question uh, at hand, that. right? From a young G's perspective, right? You know what? Good point. Let's put on Dr. Dre. Didn't he go to the hospital recently? He may have COVID. It's possible. Is that what it was? I, I thought he had a, like a heart issue or a brain issue. He had an aneurysm. He had an aneurysm. You're saying the murder was the case that they gave Snoop? No, it wasn't in any capacity whatsoever. It's just you being a weirdo. So good. It's it's just one of the best. It's just one of the best. Alright, here we go. Some more questions about MMA. I don't give a fuck. Alright, here we go. Favorite debut album. Enter Da Stage by Black Moon. Sneaky pick here for some nineties boom bap hip hop. Favorite debut album. It's a great question. Dude, Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers is fucking. It's, it's fucking a masterpiece. Amazing. You and I were talking earlier. The first Rage album. It's a masterpiece. Self-titled, top to bottom. It, it reminds me of ACDC's Back in Black, whereas it is, it is perfect, start to finish, Luke. Yeah, it's a masterpiece. Um, I mean, Jimi Hendrix's Are You Experienced is just. It's the greatest hits album in one album. It's insane. What obscure seventies nothing are you currently putting your pants around your ankles for in your orange Subaru? Uh, I listen to a lot of Todd Rundgren right now, um, Dave Mason, uh, you know, um, so much Joni Mitchell, you know, a, a hard factory town white guy like me getting up on some Joni, you know. Never worked in a factory, though. I have. I have. You know, I definitely More have. like the Amy Grant cover of the Pink Paradise put up a parking lot kind of thing. I mean, look, don't it always seem to go, right? <laughs> what happened to your 90s references? They've gone from the show, by the way. Uh, they stopped putting it at the bottom of the screen. What do I perform for nothing? What, do I, what am I? You know, Did you I, get paid by the hit on those? Am I a puppet? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, give me another debut album that, that you love, Luke, okay? Debut album. Um, Kill Em All is pretty good. I never got into it like others. No, it's 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 you know. Do I like a do I like a little bit more of the of the well the better produced and Justice for All the better produced Master of Puppets, but still hard. Yes, you know. Falling back on that ass with a halified gangster lean, um, getting funky on the mic like an old patch of collard greens. That's pretty nice. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's, you know what's amazing to me is Snoop has completely sold out, which is to say, like, he'll do ads for anybody at this point, you know, like yeah. beer and T Mobile, telecom, doesn't matter. Trailer, yeah. Doesn't matter. 
And everyone's like, yo, Snoop's still, still so cool. There was a time, man, when you were an artist and you would do those kinds of things. It was like super frowned upon. And then all of a sudden, like hustle culture replaced it where now if you just go and get that money, everyone is like super in favor of it now. Kind of like us, right? Uh, I feel like this shows the opposite of that. Like we push, we, we repel advertisers. I do like, Luke, if there's been any silver lining in the ridiculousness this week, you know, and not, again, this ain't like, we're not storyboarding a documentary. This is real life here. You and I, Luke, I think we've we've grown closer. For real. Yes, you have finally understood that my message of unity is the correct one. U-N-I-T-Y. As a unity. Would you have banged Latifah in the 90s? She never, and you know me, I am, I am partial to... Um, Anything not white, really. It's a big booty. <laughs> Queen L-A-T-I-F-A-H. I am certainly quite partial to it. And uh, she wasn't exactly my She had bars, team. though. Did she? Did she have bars? <laughs> she had bars. I stand by the queen. Okay, she was a good actress. She, wasn't she a good actress, too? I think she has certainly been an enormous success. And uh, listen, she just wasn't my cup of tea. That's all I'm saying. I would have banged her before also, I banged her. So like, isn't she partial to the other sex? I don't, that's not, you know, look, I, I would have voted for Buchanan. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you would have voted for Patrick Buchanan. <laughs> I mean, to The one be, who's trying to kick out all the darkies, let's vote for him. No, 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 I was talking more about his uh, his other, other. Oh, his uh, predecessor, James Buchanan? No, 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 no. Uh, Patrick, I read a book the other day um, about this dude who used to be a, uh, I mean, this guy worked for every Republican you can imagine for 40 years in Washington making advertisements for them. You're talking about when you were a speechwriter for high-level no, Republicans? No, no, no. Uh, I did work for high-level Republicans. That's true. I know everyone's like, you're a super lib. I'm like, I've worked for Republicans that you voted for. Um, but this guy worked Bitch. This yeah. guy worked for all of them. But uh, he was telling a story. There was a, a memo that was circulated in 1964 by Patrick Buchanan and I forget the other guy who wrote it. Oh, no, I was talking about James Buchanan. Who the hell's Patrick Buchanan? Oh, he's the damn. Um, yeah, I know. He's, he's the guy who yeah. just doesn't want the darkies. Here. I went. I meant James Buchanan. Because okay? he's racist. Uh, but the point being is, he wrote a memo in 1964 to the Republican Party, basically outlining we can't get the black vote. It's not possible. Here's what we can do: we can prevent the left from getting the black vote as much as they normally do by lying. <laughs> And it was this huge memo about how to do it. Luke, what if I told you that all your heroes, regardless of of party, were liars? I don't care about the party. I don't care about politicians. I don't care about the party. I care about policy. Policy. Fall in love with policy, not politicians, not parties. Fair? Yeah. I mean, you never fall know. She could a, be earning Fall in love man. with actually something that materially will improve lives. Not the asshole who does it, and not the party that makes that asshole possible. Fuck all those losers. They're all compromised. I don't trust any of them. I don't want any of them. I want the policy. I want the policy. That's what I want. I think that's very fair. I like that. I like that. I like that. Do you remember how where you were when you first heard Natural Born Killers? Ice Cube and Dr. Dre? I don't know how raw that song was. It was pretty damn raw. About like murdering everybody yep, and shit? Yep, yep. Do you remember that? Yeah. I remember, I remember hearing that and being like, I think it was like 15 or 16. I remember the outrage on MTV when I when Ice-T had the uh, had the, the hard metal band, the Cop Killer song, you know? The, yeah. I'm going to dust some shots off. I mean, that was a thing for a while. That was know? a huge thing. He got, okay, so that was at the same time Cannibal Corpse was getting banned everywhere. And when Bob, I was like, no, no, no. Bob Dole was like, Ice-T and his band and blah, 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 <laughs> and Cannibal Corpse and blah, blah, blah. 
I know. I'm talking about the side of my mouth like a total asshole. We can make fun of him because he's white. He's, yeah. he's white, bro. It's okay. He's fair game. Mikey wants to know if we've recorded this show yet. Tell Mikey to go S a D. <clears throat> I love Mikey. Get off. Get off that. Get off that. No, no, no. What song do you want to hear? Be the, be the jukebox. What do you want to hear? You got a quarter. Pop it in. I want to hear. Um, the, oh, the choice. How about that song? Keep their heads ringing from the Friday soundtrack. I mean, it's a good song. You know, my wife but... has never seen Friday. I mean, she's from Columbia, Luke. I know they don't know anything about that shit. I asked her if she's seen Star Wars. She like no. She's like Star Wars was never big here. Does she ha- like Colombian musicians or or actors and stuff like? She does, but honestly, like not as much as you might imagine. Like, yes, there are obviously like. There's, here's the way it works: when when you have a nation so small, Colombia is totally 50 million people. When it's that small, like you kind of have like as a thing where everyone has to like a certain. Carlos Vives is the guy they have to like. They, all Colombians like Carlos Vives. I saw him in concert. And he fucking sucked. <laughs> Fuck Carlos Vives. <laughs> to any to any Colombian watching, <laughs> I saw this motherfucker in concert at the inner at the um, at the national uh, at the the uh, the wharf. Right, I saw this guy. He lip synced the entire show. It was a fucking Zumba show, and even my wife was disappointed. Why, why not just kick the ball in your own goal at this point, right? Right. We walked out. We left. We left after about an hour because we we're like, I'm not going to sit in traffic for your Zumba show. You're softening. Fuck Carlos. You're Vives. softening to the idea of Andreas Escobar jokes. You're, you're coming around to it. You got to. You can make them <laughs> when you've gone through the when you've taken <laughs> the red pill. <laughs> you haven't taken you, the red pill when yet. you've worked on the assembly line not yeah. not in shipping and receiving when you've yeah yeah when you didn't work in the boss's office and the worst thing you could get was a paper cut meanwhile the rest of us got heat exhaustion working on the line the difference between you and i is i worked in that factory at age 27 luke not at 18, yeah because you bro. were a fucking loser at 27 <laughs> there, there is some truth to that yes 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 i elevated <laughs> asshole i mean look where i am today no 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 you, you 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 definitely gained ground i mean don't get me wrong you earned the spot you're in but at 27 you were fucking around luke if there's an a pro athlete that you can compare my career arc to who would you go with that's a hard question to ask or to answer rather um I mean, we don't know the ending yet, so you know, saying Lou Gehrig would be would be rude, right? You know, what I mean? <laughs> the dude who died from ALS. Yeah, um, yeah. Um. Who kind of sucked early and then just got a late chance and then like took the ball and ran with it, and maybe realized he should have been there all along, right? Yeah, dude. Your problem is not that you're stupid. That's not your problem. It's just that I'm an asshole. Is that the thing, Luke? Is that really where you're going? With you it? kind of lean. You kind of lean into your weaknesses as a crutch. Yes. Rather than avoiding them. Meanwhile, my parents looked at me like, listen, failure. You have no choice but to not be those things. You know? Oh, wow. All right. I mean, <laughs> you know, if they would have kissed you on the mouth, it could have been different, though. Could have been weird, bro. Could have <laughs> been, been, been different. different. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's an athlete like you. You're, you're a little bit unique, dude. You're a bit Thank of a you. unicorn. Thank you very much. Dude, what's up with the guys with heavy hands shitting on you? Yeah, I didn't hear it, but uh, apparently, uh, apparently they think I'm a racist, Luke. You know, I mean, Are you, why don't you clear the air here about I mean, what look, happened with JMA, JMA I made a, I, It was a bit. I made a bad joke about not wanting to watch a card. It just happened to be a Japanese MMA card. I was making fun of you. And um, Luke, do you remember earlier in this show when you did the Habib Nurmagomedov voice? You did it in a way that could be offensive to yeah. Russian people. Like, I don't care about Donald Trump yes, or other stuff. You know, I did that same voice and said, Asakara, like with the awesome announcer voice. The, but, the tomahawk chop But I'm thing a racist got, you know. now because I did that. And because I... You I, did apologize for it. Don't, don't walk it back, dude. Yeah, all right. I did it. It happened, you know? 
Okay, well, which is it? Are you sorry for it or not? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sorry that it hurt people, Luke. No, okay? that doesn't mean you're sorry. I'm sorry for it. I'm sorry for it. Um, but no, I'm not a real... I don't care what the hell Here's my thought. This is what I said today because I got interviewed for this. For I don't the, care. what Did they ask you about the Heavy Hands podcast sending me no, to hell? No, no, is that no, what they no, asked no, you about? Because no, no. I don't care about no, that. No, Luke. it's not about that. I got asked in the documentary about what happened with the thing. Here what was my answer. There's a famous Patrice O'Neill clip. He was on Fox News, God rest his soul, years ago. And he was with some woman who was like super uptight who worked for one of these like, you know, ultra liberal organizations. And first thing he says is, why are we here together? Do you think she knows anything about comedy? Like when you think funny, do you think this person, you know, like he was like just totally dressing her down. Yeah. But the point he made was not about that. Here was what he said in all sincerity. Give me just a second to make this point. Here's what he said. And it's true. He goes, what folks don't understand about people who actually do comedy the guys who actually produce it, is that comedy, good and bad, it comes from the same place. Sometimes you will try a joke and it will fucking hit. And sometimes you will try it and it will miss. And it will miss badly. But the key is you have to understand it's all about the attempt. And so if they get it wrong, okay. They get it wrong. It didn't work. All right. Fine. Call them out on it. That's fine. But what you have to understand is the place where you enjoy good comedy, the origin is the same as the bad. So my point is, did your joke hit? All right, it didn't fucking hit. But that, the idea that you should be canceled for it or that everything else you say is subsequent to it is irrelevant to me is fucking, is, is just, is just stupid. It's stupid. Look at this bringing us together, you know? Yeah. You know? Here we go, evil. Here we go. <clears throat> I got to refill this water here. All right, I'll, I'll vamp while you go and masturbate in the sink. <laughs> I like to point out I'm on like my fourth or fifth Beam and Coke, and BC, the factory town guy who is at Hard Scrabble, is uh, filling up a jug of water like a camel in the desert. How's that water, bro? That water is tasty. That's a money water, huh? I gotta take a whiz too. Go piss. Will you be able to entertain the crowd? Yeah, I can on? vamp. I can vamp. Right. I mean, you spent an hour today in HQ vamping about Conor McGregor. Can I tell you how tired I am about talking about Conor McGregor? Pretty sick of it. Also, the bathroom that he's walking into, I have touched myself inappropriately in. <laughs> A number of times. A number of times. And today, in fact, uh, it's been quite, quite the show. I'm going to play some DC music here. Let's do that. Let's play some DC motherfucking rap, son. You know what? You saw um, you saw Kodak Black. You saw uh, Lil Wayne get pardons. But Lil Wayne and this dude had the exact same charge, or pretty close. And, yo, they weren't giving my man any pardons. So, shouts to Fat Trail from DC. Maybach music. You know Fatro? Uh, no, not never met him. All I want is bitches, big booty bitches, Latinos, Colombians, baby. Latinas. Latinas. Uh, Luke, um. Can I ask you something personal? Please. 
How do you think this second documentary is going to work out for morning? I'm combat? a little bit less confident about it. <laughs> I don't think it's that going to be that good. True or false? Was uh, less than Jake our our documentarian uh, he, uh, he a true miracle he, worker the first yes, time around? He will, and he will make this one. As good as it needs to be, but I'm a little bit like, uh... Are you trepidatious because of the real-life things that went down with, like, the production bullshit and all that kind of... It know. was bad, bro. It was bad. It was really bad. That was an embarrassing week, um, and we did not have the returns on subs that we should have had as a consequence of our content being... What we were saying, I think, was were worthwhile, but the presentation to the audience was shit. It was shit. It was total shit. And it deserves to be called that. And I'm calling it that. And um, I understand their response. I really do. So. Um, I, didn't, I didn't think you were going to talk about that. Nah, it was bad, dude. It was fucking bad. Like, here's the thing. When I'm by myself, we're using my camera, my laptop, my lights, my recorder, my microphones. If this comes out bad, okay, Luke's an idiot. Well, that's because Luke doesn't depend on anybody. You don't even no, no, depend no. on me. You tolerate hold on, hold on, me. Hold on, hold on. In fairness, be serious for just a moment. This is all my gear. If it fails, I'm just an idiot trying to do my best as a hobbyist. Yeah. If you're a fucking pro, like, you should not be worse than me. You know what I'm saying? You should not be worse than me. And it's been it's been bad, dude. It's been bad. It's been, it's been really bad. I can't, I can't. I don't even have... There's no shtick for it. I got nothing. It's been embarrassing, so... Um, you want to say, like, basic... Uh, basic bitches? Basic illusions. Like, it's we, we think we're going to get past it. We'll we'll survive this. No, no, no. I mean, like, there's some changes in order. Yeah, I mean, we'll, you know, we're still going to be on the screen. No, it's... No, there's some changes in order. All right. I, I don't. I didn't think we were going to. No, no, no. We're not going to specifically say what they are, but there's some changes in order, so we'll see what happens, right? Yeah, it's a, yeah. I mean, it's up to us as a people to start making some changes. You know. <laughs> okay. Tupac time. <laughs> All right. I know. haven't listened to this song in uh, since college. God, I haven't listened to Tupac since college. Oh God. Okay, when I go to play Tupac, the, the the song I go to first all the time, right? Oh, can I tell you my Bruce Hornsby song? Wow. Sorry, song. Story? You met Bruce Hornsby? He lives in Williamsburg, Virginia, or he did at the time. It's a true story. So you guys have heard, hold on. You guys have heard the song from Tupac Changes, right? If you've not, hold on. All right here, here we go. <laughs> See no changes. Okay. Okay. You know he did. He did have something right in there. I'll play. Right? I'll play it. Hold, it. Hold on. Although it seems heaven sent, Luke, the world ain't ready to see James black, Buchanan back in office. A black president, right? and uh, it changed a little bit, obviously. But here's the point. So Bruce Hornsby lived in Williamsburg, Virginia, when I was in college. I never forget. I was at the gym. This is a true story, bro. I was at the gym, and I was sitting sh- shooting hoops. And uh, there were two courts were being used, and uh, I'm shooting, I'm shooting, and this guy like bumps into me, and he was like, "Oh, we're just shooting hoops on the same thing. What you want to like, team up or whatever?" Like it seemed real intentional. I didn't know who the fuck he was, and I was like, "Yeah, it's cool. He's like an old dude." I'm like, "Whatever, I'm okay. My man can shoot hoops a little bit." It's gonna be like playing basketball with Prince and having pancakes. Is this okay. where we're going with this? A little bit, a little bit. So we ended up doing a pickup game. It was Bruce Hornsby. I didn't know at the time. Are you serious? I yeah. love Bruce Hornsby. So we played a pickup game. It was three on three. Whatever we played the whole joint, and uh, he was okay. Like he scored a little bit. He could like you know run to the you know uh, to the basket. He could post up a little bit. 
it wasn't huge. And afterwards, I was like, you know, hey, you know, I'm Luke, nice to meet you. And he goes, yeah, Bruce, I'm uh, blah, blah. And I left, and some guy goes, what the fuck, are you know what the fuck that was? You know what the fuck that was? <laughs> so I'm like, super white guy. And I'm like, dude, who the fuck, stop, chill, who was that? He's like, fucking Bruce Hornsby. And at the time, I didn't know who Bruce Hornsby was. And then he's like, because he's, like, he's white, got no, it. No, no, no. He's like, Tupac? You know who fucking Tupac is? And I'm like, dude, connect the fucking dots. Yeah, and then he yeah. played the shit, and then the shit went through. So yeah, I played basketball on the same team with Bruce Hornsby, pickup basketball, college William Mary. Mm. There you go. Suck a dick. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Here we go. Balls Bonanza, right? You know, yeah, yeah. He's a key, bro. One less hungry mouth on the welfare. What do you think Hubie did to get the two shots? Do you know which Huey he's talking about? Huey Long? Huey Lewis? Baby Huey? <laughs> You're like any any Huey, really, at this point. <laughs> yeah, any yeah, Huey. Yeah. I will say this. These these lyrics are much more trenchant in retrospect now. The temerity of I'm them. The, uh, yeah, the, not, that's not the word. <laughs> the the omerta the word. involved in this. You know. Do you know what temerity means? Luke, I don't, I don't speak Webster's like you do, all right? We speak the same language, my guy. There's nothing wrong with knowing more about it. I used to uh, ship parts from the factory, Luke, you know. No, I don't know what no, temerity you didn't. means. I, I did. Yeah. That's what, dude, at some point you have to sort of wake up to your bullshit a little bit here, don't you? Is it really bullshit, Luke, or is it art, you know? <laughs> I mean, did they tell Picasso, put that ear right back the fuck on, right, bro? All right? Come on. You know? He had issues, Luke. I've got issues. What do you want from me, okay? Van Gogh, not Picasso. <laughs> I mean, what, because he's white, Luke? I mean, no, you know, he was Dutch. But could he kick Van my Gogh. ass, Luke? Okay? Van Gogh. Yeah. You know what's funny? We went to the Van Gogh. So I went to the Van Gogh Museum with my wife in uh, Amsterdam. Have you been to Amsterdam at all? No. Bro. I've not been to Europe. Let me look at me. The Dutch... I love the Dutch, okay? Uh, I said it on the Rogan's podcast, too. Yeah, you said a lot of things on Rogan's podcast. Just nothing about it. Just not about you, bitch. <laughs> nothing about our show, though. All right, yeah. Hold on. Bro, you go to uh, the Netherlands. When I went to the Van Gogh Museum, I knew him as Van Gogh. You know him as Van Gogh. We yeah, all know him as Van Gogh. It's, it's Vinny. So you know? so, it's so it's you, fucking Vinny <laughs> over there. Vinny Stugat. Oh, you're a painting now, Vinny? That's great. Hey, how about you how about you deal with this paint all over your canvas? You know what I mean? So you, know? you go to the museum, and then you hear, like, you ever do the museum tours where they you ever get the, the, the headphones? Uh, no, I've never done that, Luke. I mean, I'm sure it's great, but I've never done anything as nerdy Dude, as that. your decision to be uncultured is just that. It's a decision. It's a decision. Is it like you, LeBron, Luke? Did I take my talents yeah. to the to you, the South Beach factory? You took your to talents. Sweatshop? You took your talents to fuck town, <laughs> and decided that being a fucking ignoramus was a <sighs> fucking badge of honor. It's not. It's not a badge of honor. You can be from a factory town and be smart. It's okay. Anyway, hold on. We went there, and then the and the and the the whole time in your earphones, they're like, and uh, this painting by Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> I got. <laughs> I looked at my wife. I go listen. I'm not saying Van Gogh. It's Van Gogh, and that's just what it's going to be. It's been Van Gogh for 39 years of my life. <laughs> so one time I was at ESPN, and we had a meeting with um, 
not fight metric, not CompuBox, but somebody who wanted to be in that space. Okay. So I was the ESPN combat MMA. sports analytics. Yeah, I was the ESPN MMA editor. Brett Okamoto was the lead writer. Brett happened to be in Bristol that day. Brett lives in uh, Colorado. He happened to be in Bristol that day, and we had a meeting. And some nerdy white dude from whatever you know fight metric wannabe comes in, and we're talking and having a meeting, and we're presenting, and you know we're you know whatever. And he kept, you could tell he doesn't watch fights, so he kept, you know, uh, this would work great in all Ronda Rousey fights and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> we all were like, what? Hey, and I look at each other like, did that fucking say Lesnar? And then three more times in the flow of conversation, he's like, oh, so- I'm a big fan of B-Rock, of B-Rock Lesnar. <laughs> so it's like, you know, and he's like, well, actually, we would count up the strike. So, you know, for example, if you're talking about a third fight between Frank Mir and Brock Lesnar, then what do you know? It's just like, wow, wow, bro, wow. Yeah. There are certain signs where you're just like, dude, this is not this is not the meeting for you. Yeah. Do you know Rami who runs Fight Metric? Never met him. Okay, so he's a DC guy. I've known him for a long time. Great guy. Never met him, though. Yeah, like B-Shab? Like B- <laughs> Great guy. Never met him. Uh, no, in all seriousness, he's... Um, He's a really, really smart guy. He's you ride a DC. bike too? Is he thick? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Bishop could take a little joke. I'm not worried about it. It's okay. Dude, I love Brendan Shop. No, you right? don't. It's okay if you don't. Have you ever seen the episode I did with him? And no, no one has. It's still on the internet. Hold on, let's find but, it. Hold on, let me, let me find it. Go ahead. Beneath keep, the keep, belt. Keep beneath the belt. Brent Schaub and Brian Campbell in California. It was the weekend of Gervonta Davis against some guy. And uh, we did a really funny episode. I mean, maybe some of the better jokes read it out, but we did a really funny episode, Luke. Okay. All right. No, you didn't. <laughs> you know who can decide for themselves, Luke, the fans. Okay. They can go on YouTube. They can repopulate the clicks. Because according to you, Luke, it's all about this. It's all about the qual- the qual- quantity of your audience, not the quality, right? You got a bunch of QAnon assholes following you, Luke. How do you define quality of audience? <laughs> <laughs> now a painting from, <laughs> from Brock Lesnar. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh! Wow, 37K. Dude, I could fart on camera for five minutes and do 38K. The thing about the art of that clip was it's fucking funny, right? It's got a lot of downvotes, too. Let's read the comments, shall we? Some people might be intimidated sitting next to Big Brown. Not not the beige guy. Not this beige guy let's, right here. Let's read the comments, shall we? They're going to be a- angry towards... Oh, they had, dude, you guys had a jib fucking camera? Oh, yeah, we had, we had the, the, the shit. How do, you, how do you explain to the audience? How do you explain to the audience what a jib is? It's a camera attached to a crane that can float and go high and low and, and give you a panoramic shot. So they had these motherfuckers on a jib. Um... So here's the deal. What's this? A crossover episode with hair product shop and gas station food Campbell. Okay, cool, I guess. Um, you know, I met him for the first time before we filmed this. He was a great dude. He's hilarious. And a real nice guy. All right. People want me to be mad at Brendan because sometimes Brendan says things that people don't like. And it's like, dude, Brendan has been unceasingly positive influence in my life at every step of the way. Fuck you if you want me to, like, go after him. It's not going to happen. He's on our same team here, Showtime, right? With same even label. If, even if he worked for fucking, I don't know, DAZN, it wouldn't happen this way. Dude, I've said this before, man. Dude, this industry is filled with fucking snakes, and I have worked with them. 
You know exactly who I'm talking about. All right, about. look, how do you know that I'm not a sneak? I'm just so do you. I'm just ignorant and quasi. You could be. You certainly could be. But at this point, there's I ain't no, no reason. Snake, Luke. And what would give you the reason to think that I was? That's the point. I said I ain't no snake, Luke. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Motherfucker. Uh, Tony Ferguson, the type of dude to give his corner advice between rounds. <laughs> <laughs> is this in the comment section yeah, of that yeah, yeah. episode? It was a hell of an episode, you know? We never- Dude, I love Brian Campbell. Uh man, Brian Campbell's entertaining. Go check him out on State of Combat. It was it was a great podcast. It had its day. It was a great podcast. Tony Ferguson, the type of guy to pre order pay per view events and fear they might sell out. Luke, could we ever get Big Brown on our show? Yeah, I know sure. you guys do Java jerks all the I time. I got him on an MMA hour a couple times. In studio? No, never in studio. He was in L.A., but yeah, I can get him there. I'm tight with Brandon, dude. Like, people want me to shit on him. It's not going to happen. Like, stop waiting for that bus to come. It's not going to happen. What do you think about a rematch, the beige one and the brown one together? I mean, that was our fir- that was that was the first movie. That was the, you know, what about a sequel? Barber fixed my man's fade. Not much, though. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, the gas station junkie Campbell. What the hell is going on with Brian Campbell's hair? Good job, Brian Campbell. Brenda is a drama queen more than an MMA knowledge king. Oh, shit. Why does BC sound so different? You know what, dude? We've both put on so much weight. <laughs> We're both fat shit We're so now. fat. Yeah. We're so fat. Yeah, what was that? Early 2018? Yeah, that Let's was. See. Dude, look at you. You look way slimmer. Look at that! Oh dude. my god, I look I look young and fun and happy and yeah, that was Javante Davis potential. That was the weekend that I broke my back. Uh, in uh, fairness, Brian, looks, but you know, I'll, I'll say this: in fairness, Brendan looks thinner too. Motherfucker, we all put on weight. That was the weekend I had to go. Uh, my wife's like, "You should go get a massage. You can't even, you know, because out you, you hurt your back before and you can't even get out of bed yeah, and you're yeah. like, it's a fucking mess to go to the back the bathroom." My wife was like, "No, really, you should go get a massage to straighten that out." And that was when I went to that place and didn't realize that I accidentally signed up for like the full package. And it was like a um, it was a Thai place and they had the handlebars on the ceiling and the tiny lady comes in, she's jumping up and down on my back, she's kneeing me, she's pulling my arms back like she's putting me in like a pro wrestling submission move and. Uh, it was um, it was intense. Ending unhappy, but it was very very intense. You know? Did you call her racial epithets when it was over? That's, I mean, why? Look, look, I don't even want that to be a joke because it's so untrue, Luke. It was. You were like, I'm not watching Rising, lady. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, heavy hands podcast. Shout out to you. All right. Listen, people are gonna take shots. You want to be in the public eye? You gotta take them. Oh yeah, you know I've. You gotta take them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We've been over this, bro. Yeah, you know. All right. We've been almost an hour and a half here. We're winding down the world's worst fucking room service diaries ever. It may end up being the best look because it was loose. You know? Was it loose? Yep. You know what's loose? It's me when I don't have Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> which I did not today. And it was a show. Uh, yeah. Luke, tell, Luke, did you go to the senior prom? It was the only prom I went to. Ooh. Skipped every dance until I was a senior. No, but but you did like you got a legit suit. Like you didn't dress like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Right? You look you look you mm-hmm. look good, right? Mm-hmm. Did you go with a friend, a, a girlfriend? What was the deal? I keep telling folks this, man. It wasn't until I got in the weight room that I got confidence and like whatever else. And uh, I dated a girl who was her dad was so wealthy. She went to the local private school 
in town, and I went to I went to Marietta High School, and uh, it was funny. There were girls who went to my high school whose dads were also like dumb wealthy, who all knew her. So I remember after the summer vacation. So I went to um, if you okay, this is a true story. I'm just telling you the story. Don't fucking kill me for it, please, please. There's something in uh, I don't know if it still exists, but in Georgia when I was when I was in high school, there's something called Governor School. Governor's um, Governor's Honors uh, College, is what they call it in some places. Uh, basically, the, the idea is that um, if you are one of an outstanding students, you get nominated by your teacher. You have to go and try out at states, and if you're one of the sort of top students in the subject matter for which you are nominated, you go to this like gifted camp at summer at one of the universities, which is usually in Valdosta, where I lived for a time. And uh, I, I got nominated, I passed through, and I got made to the whole thing. And so I went to Governor's Honors Program, GHP, what they called it for certain places. GHP, is that the date rape, date rape drug? GHB. Got it. Got it. And I went down there, and I met the girl who I uh, was moving to that place. And uh, uh, anyway, she was, anyway, she was from that town, and all the rich people knew her. So I rolled up senior year dating this girl and all the rich people who fucking never yeah. talked to me. My mom was single, bro. I lived in an apartment my senior year. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't have any money. And my dad had money, but, like, you know, there was, there was a weird distance between them. We didn't really have access to it at the time. You didn't really support your shit, like, just no, like no, no, today. No, no. My dad, no, no, no. My dad was cool, but, like, my mom would reject his day-to-day money. Right, right, so right. I'm clear about that. My dad and paid his, for my college. Like, and his unwillingness to kiss you on the lips really played a... And, you know, the fact bro. that he didn't want to French me, I was like... <laughs> Fuck, guy. He's like, what are you, from this Montreal? This is what people yeah. do here in the South. Anyway, long story short, I remember senior year I started, we were dating, and uh, the the rich girls who do, they, when I say never talk to me, yes. I mean never talk to me. All of a sudden, a switch was flipped. It's like the movie Can't Buy Me Love, right? Yeah, yeah. and it was like, you're, I'll make up a name. You're dating Julie? Wow, we love Julie so much. Uh, We're so happy for you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, get the fuck out of my face. Wow, class warfare. So, Luke, did you end up seeing her private school? Yes. She went to Walker. I'll I'll throw it out there. She went to Walker School, which I forget the name of the full school, Walker. If you were rich in that area, in Cobb County, you sent people to Walker. So that's what she went. You ever stick your face inside her private school, Luke? (laughs) More times than once, bro. Big big campus. <laughs> Appropriately sized. We we can only make this joke because she was white, I assume. She was white. Yeah. Okay. She was white. Okay. She was white. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I, I I looked her up about a year ago. She's gonna do. She's like super wealthy. She's going to kill the game. You know. She was super smart and. Uh, Good for her. It was great, but I'll, I'll never forget. There were people in my in my inner circle who would never talk to me, like never oh, in the high school circle. And I started dating her, and it was like instantaneous change. Instantaneous. Um, you you know you got me all in my feelings right now about how thin I was in early 2019 oh, with Brendan. So we're so fat right now. And now I'm, I'm fat. Yeah. We're so fucking fat. It's ridiculous. I mean, you're a lot fatter than I am, though. Oh Luke. yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. It's a disaster. Quarantine murdered your boy, but your boy is also in the gym more than you are. I'm at probably a career high of like 233 right now. I'm gonna guess you're 278. Yeah, it's about 280. 280. Solid 280. But right. but your boy, I'm doing something about it. What the fuck are you doing? Arting, <laughs> arting all over like, the. I look like shit, and I know I look like shit, but I'm doing something about it. All right. And by that I mean drinking. You know, tons of empty right. calories. Let's let's make some changes, all right? 
Because all I see is racist faces. <laughs> Misplaced hate makes mistakes are racist. We under. Listen, I wonder what it takes. Let's play basketball with Bruce Hornsby. And let's figure this shit out. I wonder if he would remember you, you know? Uh, I doubt it. He was there all the time. Wow. Now tell me about William and Mary. Not the campus, the people. Who were they, Luke? Who is Bill, you know? Uh, you mean like the people who founded the charter yeah. founder? Who the hell is William and Mary? What's bottom. the story of these this couple? Did they bang? What happened? I don't know the, the, the I don't know the story of the founding. They were related to the, the English monarchy, but beyond that, I don't know much. Um, yeah, it was interesting. It was a lot of people who imagine the nerds who were like, "Listen, okay, so oh, let me give an example." The three predominant schools in Virginia are William and Mary, from an, from an academic standpoint. What does predominant mean? Like, um, which ones are national standouts for academia inside? The Virginia Tech. Black Virginia Tech is a big one. UVA is the other one, and there's William and Mary. Okay? So let me explain to you who goes to the, each of these schools. They're not the same size. Virginia Tech's the biggest. William and Mary, from a, from a campus population, would be um, uh, the, the smallest UVA in the middle. So my brother went to UVA. The girl I dated, I dated her two years into college. The Dude, one with bad move, bad move. Yeah, it didn't work. But she went to UVA. Okay, UVA is the coolest of all three. I hate to say that shit, but it really is the truth. You ever been to UVA? No, but it, it seems fuck. pretty cool. I Bro, mean, there's a street called Rugby Road. Rugby I mean, the Road school is, has good colors, good mascot. They've had they were great at sports. They had a good reputation. It's division one football. There wasn't a shooting on campus, from what I can remember. No, Division one basketball. They've got real shit and like. It's legit academia. It's Brian very, Stith, very good. You know, John. So Thomas yeah. Jefferson graduated from William and Mary, and Thomas Jefferson founded UVA. Okay, that's how it goes. But UVA is just much cooler. It's Whoa, just Thomas much Jefferson went to William and Mary. Yeah, he graduated from William and Mary. That's right. Damn, that's an old guy's school. Thomas Jefferson is, uh, or William and Mary is the second oldest college in America behind Harvard. Harvard is 1636. I think William and Mary is 1693. Damn. Yeah. All right. 17th century, bitch. Um. Phi Beta Kappa, like when you get 4.0 and everything, was founded at William & Mary. That's the home of it. Um, I wanted to go to William & Mary in fifth grade really bad because I went on vacation to Williamsburg and it was fucking awesome, Yeah, bro. but it's not awesome. I went on vacation three times uh, in like the middle school years. Twice with my family, once with a, a friend's family. I mean, did Bush Gardens, Water Country USA, Luke, the colonial bullshit, right? Did all that great stuff, all right? Here's the difference between William and & Mary and, um, and UVA. You want to hear it? I'll make it fast. Yeah, Super simple. Yeah. Uh, the bitches? Because <laughs> all you want is bitches. <laughs> Big booty bitches, right? Uh, I don't know if there's many blacks and Latinas there who are my favorites, but I will say this. Um, White girls can have that. These days, they're coming around. But in all seriousness, here's the difference. Go to the trailer Imagine parks. you got a 1450 on the SAT out of 1600. Okay, I don't know, I know that, that new one that changed the numbers. but Did you get a 1450? I actually got higher than that. But Whoa, whoa. No, hold on. No, let's, let's pause here. The SATs. Yeah. You got higher than a fifteen hundred. Barely, but yes. Damn. Yeah. Fifteen ten. That's your a, boy. I'll just tip the cap to you. Yeah, what did you get? Um, I took it once. It doesn't mean much, by the way. And I got a um I got in the low one thousand. Yeah, it doesn't and then mean much. they were like the the guidance counselor was like, okay, you're probably nervous. You know, your grades are better than that. You, yeah, know, you exactly. should take it a second time. And then I told him, <laughs> I'm probably gonna go to community college. So I, you know, I'm probably, I don't really think I need to take it a second okay, time. Here, yeah. Here's my point. It's a people in high school they think it's a IQ test. It's not. 
It's a scholastic aptitude test. And I had no friends for the most part for most of my high school. All I did was study. Like, the fact that I did well in it was not surprising or whatever. And in fact, I mean, you ended up in MMA, though. Luke, you should have taken that shit to the top, right? Because your boy has inside of him a little bit of a savage. You understand that? Went to the Marine Corps in high school, age 17. A little bit of a savage. So your Marine Corps is my factory town in a lot of ways. Dude, we're more similar than you think. I keep... fucking telling you this well that's so weird though i keep so telling weird. you this we, we should kiss now it's normal <laughs> i mean we could end up tip to tip this weekend only if prove- we're fa- only <laughs> if we're family members what do i have to do to prove my love for let's you, do Luke? let's <laughs> do the fucking 23 and me if we're family we can touch dicks listen here's the point you asked about william and mary and uva for anyone who goes I there to find out that you're actually part french canadian we could have been kissing this whole time <laughs> this is what come quad do this is this is uh, this is uh, the strong. And honestly, we'll, we'll wrap up on this because we're going an hour and a half. Uh, William Murray and UVA. What's the difference? They're two hours apart. One's Williamsburg. One, one has a legitimate athletic reputation. That's a huge difference. Yes, dude. My oh, my senior year was two thousand two. That was the year of Shane Battier, Boozer, oh, Jason, Jason Williams. Williams was so good in Duke. Dude, oh they, my so god! They, so they paid Duke to come play us, and I'll never forget. I went to the game. They started all five of the major seniors at the time, and it was Dunleavy. Dunleavy played for them as well. Oh, I love him. And it was uh, they beat us ninety-eight to like forty-two. After Dunleavy, Boozer, Battier, Williams sat after like five minutes. Chris Carowell, <laughs> their fucking B team beat us by like double. Yeah, but their B team were probably all Americans two years. Yeah, later. exactly. Mm-hmm. My point being is this: if you wanted real athletics, you had to go to UVA. They had a real football program and everything else. But what about Frank Beamer of, of VTech? The football coach has got yeah, that. He had the extra skin there. <laughs> Not so much yeah. here or here, no, no. but right here's here, the difference. You know? Here's the difference. Did you ever meet the people in high school who were like really smart but also wanted to go drink? Yeah, they all went to UConn, and that's in my okay. in my state. Yeah. Versus the people who were really smart who just wanted to go back to the books. That's the difference between William and Mary and UVA. Mm. They had the exact same scores, the exact same output, did just as well in life. But the ones who were like, you know what, I can get a fourteen fifty whatever on the SATs, and I want to go drink. I'm going to go to UVA. The ones who were fucking nerds. Uh, went to William and Mary. So our version of William and Mary in Connecticut was like Quinnipiac or Fairfield University, you know, or I mean, the Yale's there, but that's next something level, like that. You know? Something like that. I had buddies who went on to like other colleges for like post grad, and they were like, "Holy shit, bro!" Like a buddy of mine got into um, Stanford Law, and he was like, "You know, you just can't believe what it's like on football nights. It's like a, a, a game changing experience." Another buddy of mine went to Boston College, same shit. Oh yeah, if I could do it over, I'd go to a, like a legitimate. That power was my school, that was my big know? regret. If I could do it again, I would have gone to a school that had like big fucking athletics. You know, the only redeemable about part about my really regrettable college run was um, I was the the stay at home weekend dude who went to everyone's college so i was on a tour of all my best friends colleges every weekend and stay for the whole weekend and so i you know i was a legend on many a campus i'm i'm still banned for legend. life. legend that's a strong word still banned for life in the dorms at manhattan college in uh in uh in the Bronx, no, no, you know? that is though manhattan college is not a thing the jaspers baby all right all right well, that's been us bc why don't you tell folks what's up um look this is the best show because here's the deal you know what i'm saying I mean, do do uh, did AC and Daniel, uh, Ariel and DC get 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 drunk and do the show? They don't do that. They value their careers. Okay, we we we're willing to face F every single viewer, right? Look, right? You know what I mean? Like this, like we're get we. This is big gift to people, Triple G, this week. Okay, we're giving it to you. 
our production crew not giving it to you we're giving it to you so can you like this video can you subscribe can you tell your friends that they do it differently they don't talk into microphones endlessly they perform art they art they are art. Are we art? What is art? Art. I'm an artisan bred, right? I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm born and bred for art. Okay. Um. You know, Luke. Um. Artifacts, right? Artifice. Um. We're fat. We're also really fat. <laughs> yeah. Ah, look, I'm so fat. That's why I'm wearing black this week, so you know, can't see my oh, shelf, so my shelfing. Okay, you know? I'm working yeah. on it, but I need time because right now I'm a shit show. It's a fucking disaster. But I'm working on it. We'll see what happens. All right. Um. So please, uh, yeah, this is what we do at MK all day, nearly every day. Um, tip your waiters on the way out, and uh, Saturday night after Connor, Dustin, come be here, too, please. Be here. All right. Be here. Come. Come live. Come original, okay? Everything you do, you got to come original. Omaha right? style, you know what I'm Yeah, saying? that's that's the shit we, yeah. Um, you know, you, uh, 311 was paid but paid in weed only for like a strong portion of their early God, run? I wish <laughs> you had some weed, you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, from Jersey City signing out. My hold, on, name, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not just yet. Come original. You got to come original. All uh, entertainers come original. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Ain't nothing great. Here we go, here we go. got to represent, you gotta come full. Got you. Nick Hexum, right? He bangs. Hit a Y. Come original, there ain't nothing great. You got to represent, you got to come for me. S.A. Martinez on the uh, ones and twos right there. I love that guy, right? Peanut on bass, come on. Peanut could bang. Chad Sexton on drums. Timothy J. Mahoney on the guitar. These guys could get so much ass in the 90s. You think they banged Amber and that's how they found out the color of her energy? You just can't be normal, can you? Right, right, let's sign it. off. Let's sign off. All right. That's Brian Campbell. I'm Luke Thomas. Thumbs up. Subscribe. What else? That's it. Bye. Hope you can. Not Patrick.